Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Planted and Growing. My name is Grace. And I'm Christina. And today we are going to discuss the topic of forgiveness. Um, Forgiveness for ourselves, for others, and possibly the world and just the state of things sometimes because I know that we can tend to put the weight of the world on our own shoulders and, you know, point the finger and blame whoever, but that just divides us more. Mm -hmm. So it's important to incorporate forgiveness. Um, So the reason that we thought this was a good idea to talk about was... I had reposted a story from Sad Girls Club on Instagram, and it's just like a little um, image with text, and it says, how to forgive yourself. Number one, be honest about what happened. Number two, understand that you cannot change the past. Number three, learn from the past so you don't experience the same thing twice. Number four, move forward. And number five, let go of shame and be kind to yourself. And then the caption says... The spookiest thing of all, making a mistake. Sometimes we all make them. It's inevitable. We may hurt someone we love. We may mess something up. We may offend. Holding yourself accountable is necessary so you don't repeat the the mistake, but you don't have to feel so ashamed and awful that you never move forward. So I guess the actual image is from Butterblog. I guess they make... (laughs) Like little Ooh, text posts like that. Cute graphics. Yeah, very cute. We will link them down below. Um, so yeah, I, I've i definitely been on multiple journeys with forgiveness. I think that it's something that is incorporated into my life in many different facets quite often. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I think when I was first exposed to the subject matter of forgiveness, it was around... Uh, a religion context and I guess I just kind of trained myself from an early age to forgive and I and so it is kind of like a a, a pillar in my life to keep forgiveness um, active for me mm-hmm. because like in this list of five things of forgiving yourself it's just like there's there's a lot of like heavy feelings with not forgiving. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that you can let go. Um, and like number four, moving forward, it's uh, it's kind of like something that I'm trying to do constantly in my life is to have like a better future. And so holding on to not forgiving can just keep you. Oh yes, definitely from having progress. So mm-hmm. I think that. Um, forgiving ourselves is a lot harder than forgiving others, especially totally. especially when we yeah. directly affect other people in our lives or indirectly. Um, I know that a lot of people can react out of the heat of the moment in some things and say things or do things that they quote didn't mean, mm-hmm. which doesn't make it more acceptable. Um, but it's important to forgive yourself in instances like that because we're all human and we're all going to right. continuously make mistakes and a lot of the times we do things without the like the thought of what how it's going to affect other people in our lives because we're just trying to do what's best for ourselves and so whatever it may be I think that forgiving ourselves is ourselves <laughs> is mm-hmm. very very important and it those five steps are very true and they hold very um, I don't know what the word <laughs> you know what I mean they work get on it but it's also easier than said so um 
I think that forgiveness, like most things, is a practice. Mm -hmm. And it takes time and, like, trial and error and different ways of going about it to learn what works best for you. Um, I know from personal experience that there was a time in my life where I was knowingly doing things that were hurting people that were involved and I felt so shitty about myself that instead of learning from it Mm -hmm. and trying differently I kept doing it because of the way that I felt about myself it's like I almost felt like I deserved to feel this kind of like this shitty this poorly about myself instead of thinking hey like just like throw away the things you think about yourself and think about the other people involved and see what you can do to either change the situation or change the perspective, whatever, whatever. But instead of doing either of those, I just continued down this path that was like directly affecting. There was like three people involved. And then not only did that um, compromise my self-worth, but it also affected the relationships I had with those people. And so I was very, very hard on myself for a very long time over it. And I had to learn how to forgive myself and understand that like everything works out the way it should and whatever happened had to happen. But that's also not an excuse to ever repeat that same behavior. And I realized that through acting differently, I saw different results. And so therefore it like gave me confidence, like, Hey, I can not do that anymore. I never have to worry about it. Like I'm not afraid of being that person or going back to those actions again, because I have since learned from them and gotten the lesson from it, which I feel like some people struggle with. It's like, well, what if I do the same thing? It's like, well, who's in control of yourself? Only you, Mm -hmm. if you're going to do the same thing, then you're going to do the same thing. You have to actively do different. If you want different, you have to choose different. Right. That's I'm so that's the first step of this how to forgive yourself is like be honest about what happened. And being honest about what happened is to try and put yourself in the perspective of everyone that's involved in what happened. And so when you're trying to forgive yourself of something, you have to like kind of unpack everything that's happening. If you're repeating a pattern and doing something over and over again, then you have to be honest about knowing that you're doing it. Sometimes you're doing hurting someone and you don't realize that you're doing it. Yeah. And then you could become aware of it and then continue to do it and then beat yourself up about it. So being honest about what happened, I think, is like that's pretty good advice yeah, for <laughs> from the starting first, it. Yeah, for yeah. the first, yeah. But that's the thing is, like, for me, I didn't. I wasn't being honest with myself or anybody else involved instead of a, I was, like, fabricating the story in my head. And then I remember one day when, like, I just realized what really was going on. I was like, okay, well, that makes sense as to why I kept doing what I was doing. Um, long story short, I just wasn't capable of letting go of an ex while also trying to be involved with somebody new and so when I finally realized that it wasn't my ex that I still wanted to be around or wanted a relationship with it was the person I was when I was with him Mm -hmm. and me realizing that I'll never be that same person again because you're not the same person year after year um, let alone like day after day sometimes Mm -hmm. you know so um, once I was able to finally come to terms with like I can be a good person without having him in my life then that's when I finally started to accept you know everything that had been going on and my actions for what they were and and then I was able to move forward but it took a long time to be honest with myself and especially everybody else involved because it was like no no like it's not like that (laughs) okay (laughs) sure yeah the thing that 
triggered in my mind about that is like kind of how we're constantly changing in life and like shedding layers and some layers are just harder to shed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially when it involves other people mm-hmm. that you feel like are so important for not just like your sanity, but like your identity. Totally. Yeah. More so than like the actual feeling about that person, mm-hmm. you know, it's like an identity thing. Like yeah. it's like a crutch. Yeah. I mean, you, it's important in all of our life journeys to, you know, have better control of our identity. And it's really difficult to do that mm-hmm. when you're younger, for sure. Yeah. Like no one's training us in our teenage years, early 20s, like how to be okay with all the change that you go through. Yeah, and exactly. that you And have the awareness that it will continue to change and be different for the entirety of your life. So mm-hmm. don't get so stressed out about it. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely something... You have to learn about mm-hmm. as time goes on. And a lot of this stuff isn't taught and it can't be taught because every experience is so just individual. <clears throat> I have something stuck in my throat, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's so uh, catered to the individual and so unique and so their own. And so you could go some through something that's extremely similar to somebody else, but it's still going to be different because you're not them. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that I've had to let go of, um, especially last year, is just like, like surrendering to other people's way of living and other people's journeys and stuff like that and understanding that they are going to learn forgiveness on their own too. Right. And that it's only going to be learned through them experiencing whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. and that you can give advice, you can intervene, you can do whatever, but at the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do. And, you know, you do the same thing. So who are you to try and do any of those things especially when not asked for mm-hmm. i had someone when like someone one time was like you know like you give a lot of advice and sometimes it's not asked for and i was like excuse me but <laughs> it's true and so i've definitely worked on just trying to hold space versus always actively having something to say because it's not always necessary <laughs> yeah no it's it's good to have someone to give you that type of feedback because yeah, no, I've been learning that about myself as well. You know, I think both of us have similar styles where we're like, okay, here's the problem. This is how you fix it. Yeah, Because exactly. that's how we think in our head. Um, but, I th- yeah, people just sometimes want to hear that sucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding space yeah. for you. Literally last night, my boyfriend was on the phone with me, and he was just telling me about his day and how he was feeling. And I was like, well, I don't really know what to say. He's like, you don't have to say anything. Like, I just want you to listen. And I was like, oh. Okay, (laughs) I can do that. (laughs) I was almost like feeling bad because I didn't know how to help. And like people don't always want help. They just want someone to listen. But um, that's another topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's refer to the second um, thing on this. I guess it's like a step-by-step, you can call it. Understand that you cannot change the past. Ooh, that's a big one. That's so important. More than just in forgiveness, but just in general. And just just understanding that the past is the past and it's mm-hmm. not meant to be in the present. And if it was, then things would be different. I think that's so, so hard to grasp sometimes, especially when things happen that are totally out of your control. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very, very true understanding that whatever happened, happened. And the only thing that you can do from this point forward is to do differently or Mm -hmm. to you know apologize make amends and take action to make sure that you don't repeat the same thing knowing the effects that it had yeah um yeah the 
speaking of the past reminds me of that quote about if you're living in the past, then or if you're anxious, you're living in the past. It's it's if uh, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. Sure. And if you were at peace, you were in the present. Right. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so just there's things in the past that I think part of like part of my forgiveness is just trying to wipe any feelings that I have from it. Like you can feel so much guilt and and shame. Well, that's actually one of the steps too. Like you need to kind of wipe those feelings away from that experience because you're going to feel those feelings, of course, um, in your life, but you can not hold on to those feelings. If you want to be living, you know, in your present and working to have a better future, holding on to like the shame and guilt of your past is yeah and and just but yeah going back to number two it's understanding that you can't change it all you can do is learn from it um and then there's always learnings from everything that's happening in our life yeah you can feel any type of way about any situation but it's not going to change what happened and Mm -hmm. and it's going to keep you in that lower place victimizing yourself Mm -hmm. um I, I know that there's this saying something along the lines of like everything that happens just happens and we are the ones that create the labels around it. Right. So that, that you sense. could be in a situation that was like just a situation or for example, like you and your significant other get in an argument and in your head, you're like, oh my God, that was terrible. We're probably going to break up. Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Like just pinning all these super negative and um, just unnecessary labels around the situation when in reality it was just an argument. Right. Like what it was based on, how it occurred, how it happened, like that's different. And, you know, creating all of these labels around it isn't going to make the matter better. It's just going to make you feel shittier about it. Mm-hmm. So might as well just like, you know, just like, okay, how can I handle this? How can I move on instead of just repeating it over and over? Because that's what people do is about the past is they repeat these past instances or they take these things that happened to them. And then it's almost like it's like the ego creating a protection around itself. Like this is my story and this is what happened to me. And that's why I am this way. Mm-hmm. In- instead of breaking through that barrier and allowing that to build their character and make them a better person and learning from it they'll continue to use that and play a victim for the rest of their life. And then, well, that happened to me. That's why I'm sad. Or that happened to me 10 years ago. And that's why I'm still bitter, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that understanding the past or understanding that you cannot change the past, like I said at the beginning of this topic on number two is, is so, is so important for more than just forgiveness. It's a very, Mm -hmm. very important thing to understand as in life as a whole. And that living in the past is only going to keep you there and Mm -hmm. attached to the feelings that surround it too. Like Mm -hmm. physically your body like wakes up like every morning when you recall like a trauma or like a past history event. And I'm not saying that, you know, what happened is wasn't valid and that you don't deserve to feel how you feel about it. But there's, you know, there's different ways to go about it where you can be more proactive and then move forward versus keeping yourself, you know, in this enclosed box of the past. Right. You know, so, but yeah, I did, I did read something. I think it was in a Deepak Chopra book about how people like wake up and then instantly remember this thing. And then it puts their body into the physical pain that it brought like through the mental pain and just, it's like this whole thing. And then every morning you're waking up in the past. It's tough. Yeah. I think that, um, people, I don't know. That kind of reminds me of like the 
having multiple lives and like maybe like some past trauma mm-hmm. from like yeah for your a ancestors past life or yeah your yeah. ancestors is you know getting triggered in you it's like how do you even release that stuff but you know in my present body I know that I can re- release myself from uh, you know past trauma and stuff like that just fortunately mm-hmm. <laughs> you can I can find I can find peace but. I think it's probably because I implement a lot of tools to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, you know, meditate and I move my body every day and, um, you know, there's a t- bunch of things that, like, help, you know, push energies through you and make you have more clarity. So. Definitely. I think that um, I know, like, people who have been through you know, very traumatic experiences, their brain will literally like black out those memories for them. And it's crazy to think that people can go through something so traumatic like that and their mind will literally just forget about it because it's so painful to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me, just that um, very, I mentioned it before, but if you haven't heard us talk besides this first, this episode right now that you're listening to, I experienced a very traumatic and very, very intense uh, psychedelic experience. And um, I lived in it for six months after it happened. And then once I finally like started to move on, it became a lot less frequent in my life. And I didn't really think about it as much. And honestly, that happened in 2014. And up until I would say the last year and a half, I finally stopped thinking about it every day. Mm-hmm. And even though like my perspective totally um, flipped a- around the situation, um, I still thought about it constantly, especially because where it happened is like so close to me. I drive by it every time I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So um, it-, it would be easy for me to feel triggered by that if I wasn't in you know the place that I'm at now and if I hadn't right. done the healing that I had done. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's also very important to not um, compare your traumas to other people's because when you hear psychedelic experience you don't think of it to be traumatic but and I could tell the story 10 times over and to every person that asks and there is no way that I could ever fully encapsulate into words what happened to me on that day and um I've even had to say that phrase many times because people will take it lightly. Like when I tell them like, yeah, like I died when I was on acid. They're like, ha ha. I'm like, that's funny, huh? (laughs) Um, But um, like, like, like going from freaking the fuck out, losing your mind to going into and like waking up in hospital, like that can be traumatic. right? Right. And so like I said, when I tell the story, it's told pretty lightly and like, in like good, um, like good humor or whatever, because I've healed from it and I've learned from it and I've changed my perspective on it. And so therefore it doesn't, it doesn't feel traumatic to me anymore. I think the experience itself was, but the way I feel about it now isn't. Mm -hmm. So I think for me personally, that's something that I've had to heal from and not thinking about that, um, as the way it happened and thinking about it the way that I feel about it now versus keeping that like traumatic, scary, you know, all those scary, like bad labels around it helps me, um, just has helped me move forward from it. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you told me that story before, but I didn't realize that it lasted six months after. And yeah, that is a lot to have to go through for sure. But it, yeah, it is interesting when you have to explain a trauma to people is I think that having some lightheartedness is only going to help because yeah. If you were to like describe it with the feelings that you're experiencing or 
all of that, that would be pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I wouldn't change it for anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that it happened because it really just threw me. It threw me into a fucking pit of fire, but <laughs> I came out a thousand times stronger and a lot more just, I don't know. It was just the beginning of me. The beginning of the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah definitely. I definitely. I really like, it really fucking shook me awake. That's for sure. That's good. <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> moving <Move> on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Learn from the past so you don't experience the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. Um, referred to that in my first story that I told about the, doing the same thing over and over. It's very important. I know. It, the, the thing is, like, that sentence is a little... You can't... You're definitely going to do the same thing more than twice. I think you might make it... Well, maybe not. But... <sighs> it depends. I know. I guess it just depends on the thing, but I'm just saying... You know, learn from the past. Like, like, turning left when you felt like you should have turned right. Well, shouldn't do that again. I'll definitely listen to myself better next time. Versus, you know, I don't know, <laughs> doing the same thing over at a job. Like, I don't know, or not doing something at a job and then having your boss tell you, hey, if you do that or don't do that one more time, like, you're going to get fired and then doing it again. Like, that was a warning. Going to really fire you. And then you're just like, haha, whatever. And then you actually get fired. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I probably shouldn't have done that. Like, if someone literally told me to my face, things would turn out a certain way. And yet, I continue to do it. But those are just very, very, like, mild examples. For sure. I think the, like, the ones that they referred to is probably, like, <laughs> cheating on a partner. Or, like, you know, getting into physical alter- altercations with people. Or I have no idea. All I'm suggesting is that... You have to have give. You have to have forgiveness for forgiveness or something, or like forgiveness for yourself to make, make room a, for those yeah, mistakes. You're, if you're gonna make it a mistake two times or three times or four times, I mean, you have to give yourself some grace. <laughs> and because at at that point, like consciously knowing like what's going to occur or knowing the result that it produced last time, and then still deciding to do the same thing. I feel like at that point, it's less of a mistake and more of a conscious decision. Oh, totally. And so, therefore, it's harder to forgive yourself because you're like, I knew that was going to happen, yet I fucking did it. I'm a dumbass. I hate myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think when But that, then when you do it and then you call yourself a dumbass and hate yourself, then... It, it's, you're probably susceptible to doing it again because it, like, puts you in a state of just, like, I don't know. That's what happened to me, at least. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm stupid. Why would I do that? I knew that was going to happen. This mm-hmm. makes me feel shitty, but... There I was, however many months later, doing it again. Yeah. So it's a very odd cycle to be in, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of awareness and just taking a step back and looking at the situation from a whole and incorporating steps two and steps one to realize, like, yeah. okay, things need to change. Totally. And so, therefore, I need to do something differently. And um, Maybe I, I wasn't regarding step one and step two, I guess, when I was saying that because... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, no, no. But I, I guess if, I guess if you're not consciously trying to learn from it, then yeah, that's a different story for sure. Exactly. Or sometimes the ego will keep you in that lower state of like the self pity and the victimizing and the constant like self deprecation because the ego likes it mm-hmm. and we don't realize that. Like it doesn't feel good to us, 
but sometimes that well not sometimes the ego isn't always high and mighty sometimes it's like i want to keep you as low as you can be to protect yourself from whatever which doesn't make sense so shouts out to the ego for not doing anything for me well it's just like a whole <laughs> bunch of fear um or your just your thoughts going away without you having control over them mm-hmm Oh man, I would. I, I can't wait. I know we're going to make an episode about the ego. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a very, very, very interesting episode because I feel like there's so much misconceptions about the ego and what it really is. And people are like, I don't have an ego. I'm like, that's your ego talking. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has an ego. Sorry about it. All right, let's move forward to number four. Move forward. <laughs> Easier said than done, but it takes time, and it, it does happen. Time heals everything, no matter what the situation. I remember the first boyfriend I had when he broke up with me. I literally like blacked out because I was crying so hard. And guess what? Like <clears throat> eight months later, I was chilling. You know, I I, I made it through. I didn't yeah. die. Yeah. So, I mean, props to me, right? It's kind of cool. I mean, just <laughs> this is kind of really random, but. I mean, for me, when I'm having a hard day, I always just, like, am, I'll put myself sometimes in the perspective of, yeah, tomorrow's a brand new day. Mm-hmm. So with, like, the move forward thing, it's, like, con- we constantly have cyclical things in our lives where we can continue to, like, start fresh and, yes. like, move from the past and, you know. There's a, there's a painting or a picture right here in my room. And I love what it says on it. It says, the essence of a new day. This is the beginning of a new day. You have been given this day to use as you will. You can waste it or use it for good. What you do today is important because you are exchanging a day of your life for it. When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever. In its place is something that you have left behind. Let it be something good. Mm. I need to get this hung up. (laughs) I want to hang it like right here. I like that a lot. Yeah, my aunt gave it to me. It's like, how cute. I love it. It's so perfect, and it's so true. Uh, Conversations with God, um, which is a series, my favorite books, they always talk about how just you have the power to change and be whoever you want every single second. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a New Year's resolution. It's like, literally, every morning you can wake up and decide to be something new, and then, you know, as you experience that thing, then it becomes part of who you are. Like, you cannot experience... You cannot call yourself generous unless you do something out of generosity and, like, you Mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. So I love that. And it's so true. And moving forward is, again, just part of the practice. And it's okay to have thoughts about the past, but it's what you do with those thoughts and, like, reminiscing versus being nostalgic. Because I know that I used to be a very, very nostalgic person. It would... I'd basically just break my own heart, like, over and over again, just picturing and imagining how things were but even then like your mind can only recall things so accurately so then it gets warped and then you only remember like the the good parts and so it becomes like romanticized Mm -hmm. versus just being like oh yeah that was a fun day like good times you know you're just (laughs) Mm -hmm. like stuck in the past like I was avidly nostalgic in high school even a couple years out of high school just always wishing for things to be how they were Mm -hmm. instead of accepting the day to come, mm-hmm. you know? So that one's important. Totally. All of these are important. <laughs> I need to stop saying important. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my tease. 
Shall we move to number five? Sure. Let go of shame and be kind to yourself. Important. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, I'm I'm constantly trying to do that. Um, I think being kind to yourself is one of the utmost important things you can be doing in your daily life. Especially because if... If you can't rely on yourself to be kind to yourself, mm-hmm. then, like... You can't have the expectation for other people to do that. Exactly. You need to start with And that's yourself. not to say that other people are allowed to treat you like shit just because you do, but, like, what you... You attract what you put out. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly self-deprecating yourself or telling people how shitty you think you are or how unworthy you are of love and just stuff like that, then you will most likely attract people who are going to take advantage of that or who right. agree with you or who don't want to see those good sides of you because you present yourself a certain way or whatever it may be. So I think it's really important to not beat yourself up over something, even if it is the 20th time that you've done it and you know how it's going to end up and you still do it anyway. Like... We said earlier, you have to give yourself room to make those mistakes because it's just part of the process. It's just what you do with those mistakes and afterward and, you know, the repercussions that matters the most. And if you're going to do these things purposely and, like, you know, knowing everything that's going to unfold and maybe even, like, enjoy it, then, okay, yeah, you have a problem. Like, you should probably get some help. Yeah. But, and even that, like, that's okay. It's not shameful to get help or to need help. If anything, it's strong for someone to accept others to help them in their right. process. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then with the let a, letting go of shame part is... I mean, I mean, I feel like we kind of already discussed a lot of that where mm-hmm. you can't be holding on to that feeling because you're not going to have a good forward progress with the rest of your life. Definitely. Um, I know that there's, I think for me, something that has helped me like feel better about myself and the past things that I've done is just like doing good things for other people Mm -hmm. and so that kind of gives you like a a more like sense of like pride in a in a positive way like I helped these people so I'm not as shitty as I think I am or like I gave this to someone so I'm not as greedy as I think I am Mm -hmm. or like I did this for this person out of the kindness of my heart so I guess I have more love than I think I do Mm -hmm. you know it's just doing things that you want to incorporate into your character um will probably help you find more self-worth um and maybe cut ties to the things that you had done that you find yourself constantly labeling labeling yourself around Mm -hmm. you know like oh well I cheated so I guess I'm a cheater like once a cheater always a cheater like no it doesn't have to be like that right don't let the stigma of people's opinions shape who you are like things happen Mm -hmm. and I think it's important to have that forgiveness for yourself to let yourself choose differently next time instead of keeping yourself encapsulated in the label of a cheater Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that goes with everything um yeah yeah I mean you're ever it's all a story your life is a story and you can create it the way you want to and you can reflect back on past chapters and Mm -hmm. make yourself a better person definitely I think something I wanted to touch on was um sometimes things that other people do to you or against you will lead you to believe something about yourself or that it was your fault. Mm -hmm. And so I think in that aspect, um, forgiveness comes into play first for the person and then 
for yourself and understanding that the way that people act and treat others has nothing to do with you. Um, and also I realized that we've been talking a lot about forgiving ourselves, but not other people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty much one and the same. Cause if you cannot forgive yourself, then you probably won't forgive other people. And like you had said in the beginning, like holding on to that is it's a lot more difficult, you know, to move mm-hmm. forward. So, um, for me personally, like holding on to grudges, and I think this kind of goes like you know, it's probably universal. People just don't want to admit it. Like it takes so much effort to hold on to these like stories and mm-hmm. these um, you know these blames and these guilts and these shames and whatnot than to just like let it go and like drop mm-hmm. it you know mm-hmm. and I don't mean drop it isn't like just move on forget about it I mean to address the problem and to tell the self to tell this person hey I want to let you know that I forgive you for what happened that doesn't make it okay but I'm forgiving you because it's it's harder for me to not it's harder for me to keep holding on to what happened that night or what happened whatever than it is to just tell you that I forgive you mm-hmm. and I think that everybody is deserving of forgiveness um because the way that people act is a direct reflection of what's going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. And so even people who don't, people that like a, a consensus, like the consensus of most people would agree that like don't forgive forgiveness. I think that they do. I think that a lot of people are troubled and so they'll act out. And in that acting out, they'll do things that they don't necessarily want to be doing. But it's the only way they feel like they'll be able to like get someone's attention. Mm-hmm. Um I know that with, like, couples fighting and, like, little kids, like, just being assholes, it's usually something a lot deeper Mm -hmm. that they don't know how to access, let alone tell somebody else about. Right. So um, I think that forgiving other people is just as important as forgiving ourselves and finding the ways to do that is also um, very important. I've just said that word tons today, but it's so true. Um, Just, like, with everything else... Like I've said, it's all a journey and it's just trial and error and finding ways that feel good for you. And maybe, you know, not forgiving someone is what feels best, but maybe just try the try the opposite and see mm-hmm. what happens and see what comes of it. Because, I don't know, I think that most people are, are good and I think that most people have good intentions. Definitely. It's just hard for them to get out of whatever has happened to them. Yeah, I think that if you're trying to uh, forgive someone else for something that they've done to you. There's all, there's a, a, a journey to how long it'll take you to get to that forgiveness. So I feel like sometimes you can pretty much, I, I can find that I can forgive someone pretty quickly. Cause like I said, I don't like to hold on to it. It's just like, all right, well, and then I completely just understand the human perspective like just being a human people are going to make mistakes they're not necessarily trying to hurt you yeah exactly (laughs) and so but sometimes someone is trying to hurt you and it's going to take a long time to forgive them or you don't forgive them so I think that there was something that happened to me where I had to forgive someone and it took me probably like two years to forgive them and our relationship ended and so that's why I had all this time to like be mad at them I guess right yeah and I usually you know prior to that I would forgive people right away and then I was like I think this person was like trying to be a mean person towards me so Mm -hmm. it just took me a long time to forgive them um but yeah as time went on I realized yeah it's no point in holding on to no point in 
holding on to all of that uh, negative feelings that I had about it, you know. It's pe- just bur- like hurting yourself more yeah. than it is the other person because it's not like you're going going out of your way every day to be like, I still hate you, by the way. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. it's just, it's boiling up inside of yourself and mm-hmm. it's literally like an infection. Like it's like a disease, like anger and jealousy and all those quote unquote like negative emotions, which are still fine and, and healthy to have, but it's when you keep them boiled, like, sorry, you keep them uh, like just inside of you and then they begin to boil and they become to harden, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. So it's just a, always a, a good practice to just try and move that direction. And, but then also this in the steps of like forgiveness, like you just give, give, give some grace to like not being able to get to the forgiveness part entirely that quickly yeah there's no there's no like blueprint as to how anything in life is supposed to go and a lot of people will tell you what they think or how they think things should go but just because that was worked out for you doesn't mean it will for me Mm -hmm. um what was I gonna say um (laughs) all concerned (laughs) um I was going to say that I think the people who do the nastiest things deserve the most forgiveness because that's just like I said like who knows what's going on inside of them right as to how they got to a point for them to do what they did right you You know know? even where I was uh holding on to this for so long I thought to myself is this person has this person gone through like a self-reflection journey in these last two years and has become a better person and I don't know, but just having the perspective of, like, maybe this person was at this place in their time of life, and that's why they acted that way towards me. And then that can help me get more forgiveness about it. It's like everyone has an opportunity to become a better person, and maybe they are becoming a better person. Um, But what if they're not? And maybe it's good that I had that separation, you know? So... Yeah, it's a a lot to have to process and unpack for forgiveness, but I think we did a pretty good job. (laughs) I think so, too. I'm trying to find this quote, but I have so many. It's, like, on a highlight on my Instagram page. I know it's in here somewhere, but I have so many, like, little things in this entire highlight. So that's fine. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can say about forgiveness um oh well I guess while you're looking for that though um I wanted to express my appreciation to people who listen or our appreciation to the people who listen to this podcast and our appreciation for the people who have given us feedback and it's been fun to see uh the listenership increase so I'm glad that what we're saying is resonating with you guys um But continue to talk to us as much as possible because sometimes it's difficult to speak out into the abyss. So we'd like to know, like, what resonates with you guys and what you guys like to listen to. I don't mean to call you guys all over the the whole time, but y'all. And and so, yeah. um, Well, I didn't find it, but I found something that I think is relevant. And I think I lied and I don't think I have it in there at all. Because I just went through all of them. So I don't know what this is from. Um, it's from like an Instagram chain, uh, sorry, Instagram page called Change Your Perception with a U-R. Um, but it's in my highlight reel. And it says, whatever you hold in your mind will tend to occur in your life. If you continue to believe as you have always believed, you will continue to act as you have always acted. 
If you continue to act as you have always acted, you will continue to get what you have always gotten. If you want different results in your life or your work, all you have to do is change your mind. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I thought that was relevant. So that's that. (laughs) Heck yeah. (laughs) But um, I do kind of remember the quote that I was looking for. It was just like all all acts of, I don't know the specific word, like violence or hatred or whatever Mm -hmm. or a cry for help. Totally. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that also makes it okay for people to act out, but just try to look at it from, I instead of, I can't believe this person's doing, saying, <clears throat> acting this way, to what must be going on inside of this person for them to be acting, doing, saying this thing. Right. You know? Yeah, definitely. I think it's that- hard though. <laughs> I think with a, a mindfulness practice, though, it makes it easier to recognize when people are acting that way, where you where you can start to build up some boundaries, especially if there's people in your life who act a certain way that you don't necessarily feel comfortable with, and you know that they're going to act that way. You can build up like a boundary and protect yourself and know that they're acting that way, not because of you, mm-hmm. but because... That's just where they are in yeah. their life. Putting that boundary into effect is really important too. Like stating like, I don't know what you're going through and I'm sorry because it seems to be like you're hurting, but that doesn't make it okay for you to say this thing to me or to be this way towards me. And right. so if you're going to continue to, to continue to do that, I can't be around you anymore or whatever it may be. It doesn't have to necessarily be like an ultimatum, but like I want to help you if you would accept the help. But mm-hmm. if not, then you can't continue to act this way because it's not fair. Right. You know, so... <clears throat> I feel like both of us have like frogs in our throat. It's the wind, or yeah, it's been windy and dry, and it's just gross, and I'm over it. It's like 80 mm-hmm. fucking degrees, and it's November, so I'm done with California, Southern <laughs> California. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> just kidding. I wish. <laughs> Anything else? Um, no. I don't think so. I, I mean, on the subject matter, I don't really think that I have very much else to say. Um, maybe um, you guys can let us know, like, maybe instances you've been in that you've had to practice forgiveness, how you practice forgiveness for yourself and others, and how it has helped you. That would be cool. Yeah, So you definitely. guys can hit us up on Instagram, our personal pages, or on the actual podcast page itself. Um, or you can, like, email us, like, yeah. good old days. Yeah, anything, really. We will, um, we accept any kind of... Communication. Communication, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, because people, the things that we hear from people are usually in person, um... Not like there's people on the street like, oh my god, I love your podcast. It's people like obviously like our close friends or, yes. or our family or whatever that listen to us avidly. So, and if you aren't a close friend or family and you li- listen to us avidly, thank you. We really, really yeah. appreciate it. We're just two gals out here trying to make a difference. Yeah. So if you resonate with us, it means a lot. I know you mentioned that earlier, but yeah. I just want to let people know that I care too. Because <laughs> I was reading. No worries. No worries. Yes, definitely. Thank you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day, night, weekend. Life. Life. No, see you next time. (laughs) It will be in your life. (laughs) Bye.